Newsbreak podcast. A very good afternoon and welcome to Newsbreak Talk with me, Talisha Naida, this Saturday, the 30th of November, exactly five minutes past one. I'm standing in for Genevieve Lanka today and we are discussing the new South African Police Service app called My Saps App. Now, the South African Police Service, in conjunction with the mobile giant, has launched the new crime fighting application. The app could help South Africans with the high crime rates if it's used correctly. Now, according to SAPS, the app was developed a few years ago. It is available for Android cell phones and iPhones. With the festive season uh, just around the corner, police believe that such an app will fight crime at a time police see the highest number of cases being reported. But to set the tone on how many residents feel a certain way about crime and the response that they receive regarding it, take a listen to this. You call the police, the Pryongdrings, forever and ever, amen. We say they're shooting, you come after the shooting, every time. Then you want to run to the, the hospital, and then you want to take a statement that you're such a good cop. No, you're not. I've just buried my two children by the grace of God. I'm strong enough, and I have to be strong to fight for justice for my children. And what they do? The drug lords in for drugs. Selling it so, you know, like it's legal? Legal. Let the police come down the road and come there. They sit in the van like this. I've seen it with my naked eyes. They walk with their guns in front of the police. Wag their guns at this here. I swear the police tell them, F yours, go yeah. They listen to them. Why do they listen to them? Well, that's how some of South Africans feel about crime and the response they receive from police. You can also let us know what are your views on this. We're discussing the MySAPS crime app today. We're going to touch on crime. We're also going to have the National Police Commissioner, General Kehla Sitole, who's going to be joining us in this discussion. Itikweni in a cluster. Chairman Mtia Saiz also joining us today. He's going to give us an overall view about crime, the crime rates. How are CPFs? How are the community? dealing with it you add your voice to this conversation tell us what you think about it you can whatsapp us and send us a message or a voice note on that whatsapp number which is 071-613-7803 or you could call us in studio and that number is 089-310-8789 rachel vardy is manning the phone lines and the whatsapp line so she'll be able to bring through some of your views this afternoon it's Newsbreak talk with me talisha naido Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News. Well, speaking of crime, with the festive season now approached, the public are advised to be extra vigilant when shopping online or even at malls to avoid falling victim to crime. The public has also been advised to be extra vigilant when carrying large amounts of cash while shopping, as criminals tend to be on the prowl during this part of the year. Homeowners are also being urged to take extra precautions when having social gatherings during the holiday season. This report by Sasha Naidu. The South African Banking Risk Information Centre has advised consumers to be extra cautious, especially when in busy shopping malls and places of entertainment. Sabric Acting CEO Susan Potkita has cautioned against responding to unsolicited emails as you will be putting yourself at risk of falling victim to cybercrime. Sabric and the banking industry would like to remind listeners to stay vigilant during the holiday season. Do not respond to unsolicited emails and most certainly do not uh, click on hyperlinks and share personal information. When using the ATM, be very careful not to accept help from, uh, from strangers 
and make sure that you cover the hand that types in the pin at all times. Crime Stoppers International have also echoed the sentiments of Sabrik, saying criminals will be on the prowl looking to pounce. CSI Vice President Yusuf Abramji says criminal syndicates are using a wide range of modus operandis to take advantage of innocent citizens. Criminals do not go on holiday. While many South Africans uh, take off time and much needed rest, uh, criminals they go for the easy targets. Shopping malls do become a very vulnerable uh, venue for criminals. It's important that we all remain vigilant. There's also a modus operandi where people are followed from the banks, especially on payday or during month ends and so on. And one needs to be very, very vigilant. I think we also need to call on the South African police service to improve their visibility, especially this time of the year in all public places. Uh, we need people in their homes to take the necessary safety and security precautions. Um, and we need the police to really come out and fight the scourge. And another worrying element is also a new modus operandi which has emerged, is that they take you hostage when they hijack you. That modus operandi uh, is also one which is of great concern, and it appears that over the festive season or the holiday period, these criminals continue to try their luck and continue to terrorize our communities. Homeowners are also urged to take extra precautions when having social gatherings during the holiday season to avoid falling victim to criminals. Security company Fidelity ADT's Leon Muller. At your house, you always need to be vigilant because the problem is, you know, at 10 o'clock you're outside around the pool and you've got a bribe or something and people just tend to jump over the wall. Because you've got so many people at home, you leave your doors open and, and that's, that's a massive problem. Normally, your pool and, and entertainment area is at the back of the premises, so they come in through the front, and before you know it, the guys is next to you. So keep your front doors locked. If you've got an alarm system and you've got beams, activate the front part of the beams. We tend to get a bit comfortable, and we think, well, there's 10 or 20 people, we'll be fine, and that's when they surprise us. You know, five or six guys jump the wall, like I say, before you know it, they're next to you, they've got firearms, and then what do you do? The South African Police Service says they will be increasing deployments at shopping malls and crime hotspots in an attempt to keep criminals at bay. Gauteng Police Spokesperson Matapelo Peters has also urged the public to work closely with police and report suspicious behaviour as soon as possible. With the festive season right on our doorstep, the police will be increasing visibility and deployments at places known to be crime hotspots over the festive season. So even though the police will be there in and around the shopping malls and banking spaces, we want to advise and encourage our members of the public to work with us and minimize the opportunity for criminality. Well, that report compi- compiled rather by uh, SABC Sashin Naidu, giving us a bit of a national view there on festive crime. But to give us more of the view of what's happening in KZN, we're joined now in studio by Itakweni Inner City Cluster Chairman Mtia's side. A very good afternoon, Mtia's. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. We're discussing festive crime, particularly touching on the MySaps app just recently introduced by by SAPS in conjunction with the mobile giant to help uh, fight crime in the province. I firstly want to ask you, what's your uh, take on that app and is it welcomed? I think it's a very, it's a, it's an excellent move um, uh, and, and in the right direction with regard to reducing crime. 
um, the options are vast and they vary. Um, it, it, is, it is going to be a very useful tool for SAPS to analyze and assist in crime prevention moving forward. And, and the simple one for me and the best one, I think, is the submit tip-off and you can be anonymous. Mm. So I think people, when it comes to crime and criminals, they, they fear uh, reprisal and, and they don't really want to report things or they fear that something's going to happen. But now anonymously you can start tipping SAPS off no matter what it is, whether it's a house robbery syndicate or drug dealing or whatever it is in your area, just go online onto the app and post that tip-off. But through an analysis of those things, SAPS can get a clear understanding of what type of crimes are happening in which areas and then start allocating resources towards it. And that's the most useful thing, I think, for me. If we're talking about, you know, the step towards the fourth industrial revolution and 21st century reporting on crime, would you say, uh, you know, this would work in, I would say, in, in a community where technology is not so easily embraced? No, absolutely. And there has been a move. I mean, we've been in CPA for quite a while now. And there has been a move by the Earthswild MEC, Kaunda, and now our mayor, to start understanding technology as well as our deputy, Earthswild deputy mayor, where we've had uh, seminars on 21st century policing where they brought in, um, you know, specialists from across the globe to address us and speak to us about what is happening. And I think there is some partnerships with Microsoft, with Metro Police and in our municipality towards understanding how technology can assist with crime in terms of ANPR, LPR, all of those different systems that's out there. Mm -hmm. However, we're still learning. And we're still trying to find our footing in that way. Uh, but there is definitely leaps and bounds with regard to community-driven LPRs that's already in place, assisting through partnerships and SAPS joining in the fight. And we are definitely making some arrests moving forward. Yeah. You Speaking of that, I just want to touch on a message we received on WhatsApp now from Rajan Rajkumar in Cape Town who says, I have my reservations about the app. We need to revisit the judicial system, bring more stringent measures for criminals, place more policemen on the ground and give victims more rights than we presently do and that's from Rajan Rajkumar in Cape Town. We're talking about 21st century reporting on crime but we cannot forget the recent crimes that have taken place, the brutal nature of those crimes. Would an app help the mindset of criminals because it's just reporting. How do we then tackle the actual problem? Absolutely. There's always been issues with apps. I mean apps needed a back end and I think uh, we've always um, shied away from saying, okay, let's use an app and let's do it and let's try and do something. However, there is an understanding and there is SAPS and government coming to the party to say, okay, we understand that apps need a back end and they're developing that. So I'm saying right now it is in the right direction. We're at our early stages, but it is definitely somewhere. With regard to the criminal, the, the judicial system, yes, there is there are issues because SAPS become despondent. When they make arrests and it goes to the judiciary and then all of a sudden the criminals let go, it is a problem and I think from government side they are addressing those issues at the moment. Well, you're hearing right now the Itikwini Inner City Cluster Chairman Imtia Sa we're going to come back and chat to Imtiaz a little more about festive season tips, the season launch that will be taking place in KZN and also emergency reaction plans. How important this is for residents as well. And we're going to touch more on the app, the MySAPS app that has been introduced by SAPS in conjunction with the mobile giant. We'll speak to National Police Commissioner General Ketla Sitole and we're going to give you a live tutorial on how to download that app with Rachel Vardy. Stay tuned.
ShopRite is your home of low prices this Christmas. And because we've bought over 8 million small appliances from the world's best manufacturers, we can bring you the lowest prices on small appliances in South Africa. Like a 24-liter Essentials mini oven, only $699.99. And a 1.7-liter Otomo glass cordless kettle, just $229.99. Valid till 25 December. Take home more from the home of low prices. ShopRite. Watch CFC this Saturday on SABC3. Yubati Shah creates exquisite jewelry for brides to be. Shazad Ali shares his wedding photography secrets. We showcase the highlights of the Eastern Bridal Fair. And our movie focus falls on celebrity weddings. Share in the Indian experience at Mela on Sunday at 5.30pm on SABC3. The stage is yours. There will be no love shared when Nelson Mandela Bay Giants battle it out with Swanee Spartans at St. George's Park in the Mzanti Super League. It is home advantage versus visitors' confidence. The Giants up against the Spartans. Catch this spectacular action this Tuesday at 5 p.m. Tune in live to SABC3 and SABC radio stations. Oh, he stopped this. That's a mighty blow for six. SABC is the official broadcaster of the Mzanti Super League. Fast, fun for all. Eighteen minutes after one. This is Newsbreak. A talk with me, Talisha Naidu. We're discussing the My Saps app. We're also talking festive crime that's going to be taking place and how the app can help fight that. Joining us in studio is Itikweni Inner City Cluster Chairman Imtia Said. Also, we will speak to National Police Commissioner General Ketla Sitole in a short. But we're asking you to send us your views on this. What do you think about crime? Are you receiving the efficient response time? We heard before one of the residents saying that she's tired, not getting enough. A response not getting quick enough response from police. What are your views? Send us a WhatsApp 071-613-7803 or you can call us in studio 089-310-8789. Rachel Vardy is manning the lines. But she's also joining us now to give us a, a step-by-step tutorial on uh, how the app works, how you can download it. Uh, good afternoon, Rachel. Very good afternoon, Talisha. I have to say, you know I'm not very tech-savvy. I'm mm-hmm the old-fashioned kind give me a face I want to talk to but um, having downloaded the app and working through it um, this morning actually because of our program now but I have to ask you first do you have enough data for this well I was lucky in that we were at work and SABC has Wi-Fi so it was rather quick but But you do need data yep data would be an issue mm-hmm. so um, it w- it did it was very quick to download um, it looks very user friendly um, working through the apps I was very impressed um, that the when when one decides to report an incident it's broken down into different categories okay. from corruption to drug related murder fraud human trafficking even sexual assaults or abuse so I thought you know with this being 16 days of no violence against women and children it was quite good because a lot of time women say they are not able to speak out because they don't know who to trust and there are also complaints about police not being able to handle their situation when they go to the police stations to mm. report rape or abuse um, the other but the one thing that was of concern to me was the whole issue of being anonymous I had to create a profile where my name 
cell phone number and email is needed to create the profile. So that means there is somebody that would know this. Fine, I understand it is police. They would keep it confidential. But if it had to be hacked into, mm. my profile would be there. And it also records the history of all the cases that I report. So even if I do an anonymous tip-off, my history of that anonymous tip-off is recorded on my phone. So we're going to pose that to to the general. We're going to get him on the line telephonically just to pose that to him to find out how does that system and, you know, how can you report cases anonymously? Take us through a step-by-step on how we download it. Where do we go? Uh, what's the process in terms of that? Okay, so you can either go straight to your search engine, Internet Explorer, Google, Chrome, whatever it is you may use, and you type in my, M-Y, SAPS, S-A-P-S. I went through my place store on my phone and it was able to pick up the app very easily it was the first um, application on the list I was able to download it so um, if you are going via the internet search engine once you find the app you download it to your uh, your device and then like I did mention you required to register on the platform and create a profile when the registration process is done I think the most um, the, the the most common aspect is and what comes up immediately is your nearest police station. So because we are based here in Durban, uh, the nearest police station that came up for me was Durban Central. So I think that's helpful if people are lost mm. and if they don't know where they, ha- they are, it immediately picks up. And that's it. It immediately takes you into all of the different... Um, Sub apps, if you can say, like, if you want to report anonymously, uh, you can even have a one-on-one conversation with somebody on the other side if you don't just want to leave the tip off. How long overall did it take you to download this app? Um, 30 seconds. Okay, so it's that easy to get the app. Rachel's now going to get the general for us. Uh, get him on the line so we can just pose some of the questions and the points that she's also raised about the app. She's just downloaded as she has been sitting in studio to give you a little bit of a tutorial on how to do it. We'll get to some of your messages in a bit. We're talking about the MySAPS app crime as well. We have in studio with us Isaquani in a city cluster chairman MTS side. I want to get his views on festive crime as well as how to efficiently report crime crime and as well as that emergency reaction plans how important is it for you as a citizen to know about it stay tuned news break with talisha naidu Well, we're talking about the MySats app. I'm going to go to a message on WhatsApp from uh, Renee Pillay in Arena Park Drive. She says, uh, good to have me on the weekend. Well, thank you so much. Uh, she goes on to say, anyway, with the rate of crime spiraling out of control, I don't think that increase in police would make a difference. These brazen criminals are moving in groups and are firing back at police. And with regard to her view on the police services, she says that they don't seem to take uh, the residents' complaints seriously. She's says she has called 10111 several times regarding domestic violence in her area, uh, but they have never responded. She's hoping the new app would make a difference. And that's from Renee Pele in Arena Park Drive. Well, firstly, good on you, Renee, for actually calling for those uh, cases regarding domestic violence. It's always important to respond to things such as that. We do have the general that's on the line with us now, and that is National Police Commissioner General Keshla Sitole. Thank you so much, General, for joining us this afternoon. Thank you very much, and thank you for allowing me to your 
Firstly, we want to talk about the recently launched MySaps app. We do understand it's in conjunction with the mobile giant and it's an aim to fight crime and a crime-fighting app in essence. What do the SAPS hope to achieve by this app? Uh, firstly, the, what the organization intended to achieve with the app is to enhance communication and interaction uh, between the police and the community so that we can be able to provide the services in time. But secondly, it's to guide the members of the public. Like, for instance, if you get into the app, we are, we are able to zoom into the nearest police station, get the numbers. But you can also then uh, go on Google app and then it can uh, provide a GIS so that uh, a GIS guide so that the member of the public can then be guided through to the nearest police station. So it's more of increasing service delivery access uh, to the to the communities, but the quickening the reaction time. General, when you're talking about quickening the reaction time, that has been a concern coming through from many residents, that will police react to reports quick enough and efficiently? Yes, they, they will. Remember, uh, the, once you get into the app, there's, there's numbers of the nearest police stations provided. And then it means that member can access the counter of the community service center and uh, uh, in, uh, talk to them, which then means uh, they've got the information at hand uh, and they can dispatch whether it's the police van or provide any, any services. But at the same time, the, the same member of the public could also come to the police station and receive assistance there. So it, it will help to quicken the reaction time because the, 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 the member of the public would know which is the nearest police station. It, it would shorten the distance. Just to touch on what you said, so are victims still required to register a case at the police station for investigation and maybe insurance purposes, even though they still reported the crime on the SAPS app? Yeah, look, I think we still, they will still need to register a, a criminal case. Look, we, we intend to improve on the app as we're moving forward, but the, they still, at the moment, they still have to register the case because uh, there's various requirements which we don't want to get involved in, uh, which are the requirements of the insurance, but the, we do it for the purpose of investigation. General, a concern coming through when we've just done a tutorial about the app, downloading it, you have to go through a registration process where you provide your name, your email address, your your cell phone number as well. Will users of the app be identified when reporting crime or even providing a tip-off? You you say who uses well, we've just downloaded the app in studio. We've got a message that also came through about, uh, you know, the how would they be able to report crime anonymously? So my question is, when you do download the app, you have to provide much of your personal details. So can a person who's reporting crime anonymously be, you know, can the identity, identity be revealed? Yeah, remember, the, the, the app is, 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 is 
and the, the, the also we 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 think that the the app is part and parcel of the security of our systems. So if the person provides uh, his or her particulars anonymously, that uh, to start with, it's it's it, it's secured. But the, secondly, uh, the only people who will have access to the the, the, the particulars of the person as as subs members who would be in the vicinity to can assist. Can the app be used, General, to follow up on the progress of a case? Because that's always seemed to be an issue, you know, trying to get in touch with police, trying to call a police station to get some information about an existing case or in reporting a case. So can the app be used as a faster way to track progress of a case? Look, when you, when you, when you use the app, the app will, will give you access to the police station you will get numbers at the police station. Amongst those, then they will provide the numbers of the investigating officer. And then who can then be able to communicate with the person who would like to have progress on that specific case. General, while I have you on the line, we do have an in-studio guest. That's Itakweni Inak City Cluster Chairman Mthia Said on the ground regularly dealing with the crime in the province. And uh, we even spoke to a resident earlier on who said that when she reports crime, she is being treated as a criminal as well. I'd like to bring in uh, Imtiaz on this point as well. Imtiaz, you know, you share similar views. Absolutely. Um, good afternoon, General. Uh, how are you, sir? Uh, good afternoon, sir. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, 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 sir. Uh, yeah, we've, we've seen of late, uh, General, with regard to SAPS and the attitude uh, wherein when SAPS or when SAPS is approached by community members, it's automatically given that the attitude is uh, sort of um, unapproachable, uh, where they have this uh, sort of what do you need to speak to me for? So I think there needs to be some development around uh, you know, uh, and I say this all the time, pre-1994 we were a South African police force and now we are South African police service. So our mindsets and attitudes need to start changing towards providing an actual service wherein a child that's lost would now feel free to approach SAPS member and it's no more mum at home saying, you know what, I'm going to call the police for you. So we need to change that rhetoric where people need to start fearing police and it needs to be more inviting. Mm. And that's something that we're seeing of late where communities are always complaining that SAPS is not approachable. We can't really speak to them. And I think that's of concern to us, uh, General. How can that, you know, be dealt okay. with, General? All right. Let me, firstly, let me refer to a conference. I had a junior core conference uh, a week ago where I have called the junior class of the SAPS nationwide. And the, in that particular conference, uh, they were converging with, with me at, uh, at at St. George's. Firstly, I have unpacked to them gender-based violence, the gender-based violence strategy. I have also taught them and unpacked to them the community policing strategy, which which indicates why is it important for us to treat the communities fair and how should we win public confidence. So there's a number of strategies that I spoke to them with, which talk to how important the community is. And that includes the ground rules that talks to 
how do you deal with a member of the public when the member of the public gets to the police station? And what are the consequences if such a member of the public may not be treated well? Now, I'm referring to myself as National Commissioner leading that transformation. And I mm. told them, um, I, I, I teach them that particular transformation approach. So I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm fully supportive of the view. But the view is in practice as I'm speaking and I'm leading it. I'm, I'm, I'm the leading role player. And the, I, I have also, I, I, I've, been, I, I've been the first officer to design the community policing strategy since 1995 in the, in the, in the organization to introduce it. And the, I am also taking the lead to show them how to engage with communities. I'm, I'm going together with the board and community policing in the whole country at the present moment. We are working together. General, if I can come in there, you know, it's not a new problem. What MTS has described, we see a message from MH who says South African Police Service app is welcomed, but it's allowed for new hiccups. What about police officers who are using vehicles for their personal use, such as shopping, etc.? The attitude, messages coming through from many people who's also talking about the attitude of police, talking about there's nothing that will be done. One uh, uh, message coming through saying that this person had their uh, car battery stolen and they reported this and a policeman, uh, you know, just was not helpful at all. Ish telling us uh, that. So, you know, there's so many messages coming through regarding the attitude of police. It's not a new thing. It's always been happening. People, residents have been complaining for a long time. I understand that you're saying you're leading something that's trying to change that, some transformation. But do you not believe it needs to be, you know, a faster and quicker approach? Yeah, look, maybe, maybe, maybe I should start by acknowledging, look, whatever way or anything you're trying to improve, there will always be shortcomings. And that, that, that is what will give you the reason why you, you're actually changing. And uh, yes, but what I, want to, what I want to put forth, and uh, that is the message now to the public, is that... Uh, the police service belong to us, both the public and, and, and myself. Staff. We need to transform it together. And I want then the, the public to work together with me because those members who are treating the public in the same way or who are showing that attitude, they are the few in the, in the, in the, in the, in the majority, in the many of those that we have in South. Because while we're getting such complaints, we also get commendations from public mm-hmm. uh, about those who are doing extremely well. Even yesterday, I was in in, in Northwest. They they at, at an Indizo, They they actually pronounce the name of a constable, and then whom they think is best. Now, I want the community to work together with me in changing this particular attitude by reporting, bringing it to our attention so that we deal with it because the broader transformation where we change this mindset, we change this attitude, we condemn them, and I think it's there in the in the organization is running. Mm. And uh, we will continuously change it. And where we need to take action, 
we will take action. We do have Imtiaz in studio who is agreeing. He, he is saying that you, General, is leading, you know, the SAPS as well. You are pushing, uh, you know, it's leaps and bounds that, you know, progress that has been taking place. You are pushing for this activism coming through from uh, residents as well. Uh, I, just before I get his view on this, I just want to ask then, can this crime-fighting SAPS app be used to report such things, uh, not only just about, you know, domestic abuse, about uh, drug-dealing tip-offs, but can it be used then also to report, uh, you know, the attitude? Some, If I witness a police vehicle that is being used to maybe do something that it's not supposed to be doing or being used for illegal activity, can that be also reported on the app? I will, I will, I will extremely be excited if that uh, is, is brought to attention. Remember, there's numbers that you will access immediately after accessing a police station. And uh, that the, each and every vehicle is, is, is marked. You, you, it will be showing the vehicle that belongs to this particular police station. And when you zoom into the app, then it will bring you to that nearest police station. You get the numbers. You can inform the station commander that he, this is the vehicle that we see. In, in actual fact, because the public, they are the, our eyes and ears everywhere, let's work together whatever mechanism we introduce. Let's make use of them to improve uh, the services to the public without any disturbances. So if, it, if those numbers that we access are, still, are utilized for this purpose, I'll be glad. Well, definitely. Uh, my final question to you before we do say goodbye to you, General, would uh, be 70% of calls is received, and we have to also send out a caution as well. If 70% of calls received on the 10111 call center number are fake, I assume this is putting much strain on uh, the SAPS resources. So what is your call to uh, the nation uh, as whole you know, in terms of not abusing this app? Yes, in actual fact, yes, I want to make a plea. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm down on my knees because I want, I want us as SAPS to serve the communities. And uh, we know at the present moment that communities are under pressure and they are under siege. But at the same time, if other members of the community are abusing that app, it will prevent us from assisting those who are in desperate need and then for help. So please, I am pleading to the nation, uh, let us take, let us use it responsibly. Let us condemn those who might like to abuse it and let us all fight against the abuse of the, uh, of the app. And where we've got emergency situations, let us also equally make use of the 10 one without confusing the two. And I, I thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to make this play. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Newsbreak this afternoon, uh, General. And we hope to keep interacting with you with many of the comments that we get through from residents and the community as a whole. We hope you can take those forward and, and help in dealing and assisting. Thank you very much. Well, that was National Police Commissioner General Kesla Sitole joining us talking about the newly launched SAPS crime fighting app, uh, just giving us a sense, an overall sense of the app. We also have Itikweni in uh, inner city cluster chairman Amthia Said uh, joining us. We're going to go to some of your WhatsApp messages as well as uh, the phone lines. Uh, we do know Scully was waiting on the line just to get his view through. Uh, you can call back now, uh, Scully, and we'll take some of your views on the program. Stay tuned. 
This week, Kabish Manik paves the way to the perfect event. Yupati Shah creates exquisite jewellery for brides to be. Shizad Ali shares his wedding photography secrets. We showcase the highlights of the Eastern Bridal Fair. And our movie focus falls on celebrity weddings. Share in the Indian experience at Mela on Sunday at 5.30pm on SABC3. The stage is yours. This is Newsbreak Talk with me, Talisha Naidu. We're talking about the MySAPS app, and it's your time to give your view on the program. The views and opinions expressed on Newsbreak Talk do not represent those of SABC News or Lotus FM. We do have Mr. Louis Pillay, who's on the line. Very good afternoon, Mr. Pillay. Good afternoon to you, good afternoon to the listeners, and good afternoon to MTF. I think MTF and I go back a long way fighting with crime. What I'm saying now is, if we assist the police, the police must assist us as well. Now, if you look at my SAPS app and you get a normal telephone call, if the SAPS cannot answer normal calls, how are they going to go through the SAPS app? I think that's going to be very difficult. Without educating some of our members, the SAPS apps will be, will be unavoidable. If you look at the missing persons report, now, the pink lady, for instance, missing person. Now, they wait for 24 hours. So that 24 hours waiting to assess the child is a long time. Just to come in there, Mr. Pillay, it's no longer 24 hours. So I think we'll be doing, you know, everyone an injustice by saying 24 hours. It's no longer that case. As soon as somebody yeah. is, you know, you, you, you may believe that they are missing, you go immediately to the police and you'll receive assistance. Okay. Now, regarding that, now, when you get called, most of the stations maybe got one patrol vehicle or two. Some of them, depending on the area, the area size is massive. So the two patrol vehicles is, cannot help the area. Then, you want, then they say you've got to be anonymous. How anonymous can you be? How private can you be? Mm-hmm. When you lay a, lay a complaint to the station, and when the patrol vehicle goes out, they go to the complainant first, and then they go to the accused person and tell them certain person made this report. Mm. Let's take that, uh, Mr. Play forward, because I know Mtiaz is eager to, to jump in on that uh, one. We'll get to him in a little. Thank you so much for raising that. Yeah. We're going to discuss okay, it with... One, one, one last thing. And when you go to the station, they want you to do an affidavit. Mm-hmm. Now, doing an affidavit, you've got to put your name, address, time, phone number, cell number, all that. So you cannot be anonymous. You cannot be private. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Louis Pillay, giving us your view uh, this afternoon regarding crime. We have Mr. Virasamy on the line. Very good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. It's Malik Virasamy from Amsterdam, South Africa. I love this topic, SAPS. I love that you have the general on, uh, on your chat as well. Thank you. Talking to us, giving us information as well. That's great to have him. But, you know, let's face it. Let's face the reality of this country. SAPS has failed us. It's not even debatable. It's not even challengeable. You can have all these apps. I want to know one question. How is that app going to assist our South Africa? How is it going to help us? What difference is it going to make to our lives? We have hundreds of complainants daily, if not many thousands. Could be close to millions. My question is, 
how is this app going to help us? How is the app going to help the elders, the senior citizens of South Africa? Hmm. We'll pose that to Imtiaz, uh, Mr. Virasamy, because he deals with crime on a daily basis. He's working with SAPS as well in terms of community activism, which I think is the push through right now. Uh, is there a quick final point you'd like to make before we, we cross over to someone else? SAPS needs to change their structure. Hmm. I mean, look at the other day at Westworld. You know, we have criminals shooting at the police. How embarrassing is that? Look at this morning newspaper. Uh, suspects shoot on the police. Now, tell me, are we going to debate on this topic? SAPS needs to change their bloody act. Well, let's let's take that through uh, with, uh, you know, Imtiaz a little uh, later on in the program. Thank you for calling us, Mr. Virasamy, bringing us those views. Uh, very angry, very passionate about what is happening with SAPS as well. Uh, let's go to Salim quickly before we go to the WhatsApp line now. A very good afternoon, Salim. Good afternoon, Shai. I think, you know, the app is welcomed. It's a very good thing. Anything that can help fight crime and make us safe. You know, the biggest challenge right now when we phone the police or we need help if they say there's no resource, there's no manpower at the station, there's no vehicle at the station. So as a result, the police cannot even attend to some of the urgent pressing issues because when you phone the station, they are phoning K-9 or they're phoning other other stations to get resources. Whereas when you look at this count, you know, the head count at the police station, there could be 70 people, you know, police was working at the station. But when you go, there's two people at the charge office and two people in the vehicle. And the service, a whole large area. How can the police serve the community with so few people being on duty? Where are the rest of the polices? Hmm. Number one. Number two is the, the, the vehicles. You find many polices have now taken the police vehicle as a personal vehicle. I know one incident, a guy says two summons, you know, a week, but he keeps the vehicle all the time in his position. How do you justify that? How do you justify police are taking vehicles home and using it for a personal? Something, uh, Salim, if I can come in, something we discussed with the general and... It, it has to go out, and I have to repeat what he had earlier said. If you do see that, if you have noticed that with police, he is, as the you know National Police Commissioner, welcoming all residents to report that, whether it's on the MySAPS app or going through to your police station, reporting that, and you know it's go- it's going to make a difference. But 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 look at the one case where Precious, she was raped and murdered, fifty-two steps. The family phoned the police. They have never even bothered to attend to it. Mm-hmm. And well, now we're talking about women month, you know, saving women from abuse and you know, and things like that. Salim, let us take a, a, another view. We're going to pose all of that, what you're, you're bringing out on the program today to uh, MTS, who's eagerly writing down all these points uh, today. So we're going to get some of his views on it. Thank you so much for your view on the topic. Uh, we do have Salvan who's on the line. Very good afternoon, Salvan. Good afternoon to you, Kerisha. Firstly, I'm very, very grateful to Kerisha Naidu, Rachel and Lotus for working together and getting the general to this talk. That was really a, a winner day. And we must work now positively. The general has mentioned, get the address of the vehicle, the numbers are there. He's working on it. So let's, rather than talking about the previous problem, let's go ahead. Like, for instance, tomorrow the general and the commissioner has arranged a meeting in the actual grounds at 10 a.m. And this is the aim, is to work and strive towards the prevention of all forms of crime. 
So the general did mention to us firstly, thanks to the Reservoir Chairman Police Forum, the commissioner has uh, allocated the Reservoir Police Forum members to marshal the area tomorrow. So I appeal to everyone, thanks to Lotus, to come up tomorrow on the Asheville ground and this part of the year, climb is at a high rate. Rachel, Felicia, and the Lotus, thank you, and especially the general. Let's give him our support. He's going to make it happen. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for your call, uh, Selvan. I'm going to go to a few WhatsApp messages before I go to MTS to wrap some of these discussions up. Uh, Sham Rambajan, who says, well, the question is, how confidential will one's report be with regards to the app? Well, we did speak to the general. He said it will be highly confidential. None of your information will be leaked out or will be shared uh, when you're using this app. You'll have to, however, put through your identity details like your name, your cell phone number when you are signing up to the app but none of those will be leaked out. It will be highly confidential. You can do this anonymously. Uh, He says sadly we don't have many honest police uh, these days. Most of them no criminals like drug dealers, etc., but do nothing. Uh, just to repeat to Sham that if you do notice this, use that app, download that app and go out and Send a message. Send a message. Report it, and something can be done. Bully Mudley of Queensborough, who says in South Africa, if we learn to serve our nation with our hearts, we will be so successful in every department. And Bully going on to say a great topic today. Uh, just on what Bully is saying, um, I would like to bring through uh, Mtia Sai, the Etiquani Inner City Cluster Chairman, on this point. Mtia, you know, just a, uh, something coming through from WhatsApp. Uh, Bully saying, in, in South Africa, if we learn to serve our nation with our hearts, we will be so successful in every department. Something that you said, I think that the National Police Commissioner is heading through, is pushing out for, for more activism from the community. Um, absolutely, Talisha. I mean, I think um, there's been great moves towards understanding community policing and the strategy had been launched last year in October, which is currently about to roll out in KZN. I think it's rolled out in Johannesburg already, uh, where it's a move towards understanding how to partner properly SAPS with community in real activism and really understanding the issues that face us as communities. But what are the challenges we face? And that's the biggest question. You know, a lot of the the, the comments coming in and and listening to the people, uh, you know, coming in on the channel is that they, I think they don't really understand how SAPS works. And that's the biggest issue. We firstly need to understand how the people we're complaining to work. And if we understand Mm -hmm. that, then we'll know where to complain to. And that's something we need to put out there. We need to teach people how to complain. And that's something that we're lacking in. When it comes down to SAPS in itself, yes, definitely. On the ground, there are many members out there that don't really want to get involved with police or, I mean, with, with community and, and run community-driven projects because we have this challenge all the time. We'll speak to station commanders and we'll say, how is it only the responsibility of the CPF coordinator to communicate with police when you've got 82 members in a police station? Why is it the responsibility of one member when, in fact, you are supposed to be servicing the community and all 82 members need to be sensitized to the impact they have in the 
the lives of everyone that lives within the station area. So that is coming to fruition. And that is something we're discussing at higher levels of the CPF so that there can be an understanding through SAPS mm. that there has to be an integration with community to eradicate crime in our areas. And that's important. We also need to remember and understand that SAPS members working in your station area don't necessarily live in that area. It is left to us as community to make them understand what we require from them because they are our police service. And if they are our police service and we don't know how to tell them what we expect from them, then they will do nothing. So let us not only point fingers, let us point it to ourselves as well. It's something that the general also touched on. He said, we as a whole are SAPS. Absolutely. We are all citizens as well. We can also police. You know, it's something that has always played in my mind. We've done many interviews about this with CPF, the role that citizens play in making an arrest as well. You know, we can also do that. We can we can notice something. We can make a citizen's arrest. We can report it. Touch on that, the whole citizen's arrest. I think there's, there's a bit of an issue with regard to how we operate and where we operate. And, and that's something that's going to come into the new community policing strategy where there is a launch for actual vetted community members to be dressed by uh, in jackets uh, purchased by SAPS. So those members will be vetted and trained and all of that to start acting at neighbor, like or as neighborhood watches. Because there's a point of contention here. I mean, we've got developed neighborhood watches all over the city, um, you know, in areas wherever we have a stronghold and a foothold. But there used to be a problem. CPFs are saying, no, we don't, we aren't a neighborhood watch, we are a forum, and we're there to discuss things with SAPS. So that left a whole open gap for active community policing. And in the Constitution, it does say active community policing. So we had to form different organizations to do that active community policing. Now that that is there, SAPS is recognizing and saying, you know what, there is a problem and we need to address it. Because mm. if we don't address it, we're then going into a whole different realm of policing on its own and we don't understand what's happening. So hence, there's the community policing strategy, which is now enabling neighborhood watches to actually work in partnership. It's going to take some time. I don't disagree because there is push from SAPS and, and certain SAPS stations to say that we don't really want this, you know. So that's where we are. Just to touch on a, uh, on a comment came through from Mr. Virasami, who said, you know, it's welcome. The app is welcome. But how will it help you as one of the members being on ground dealing with with crime on a daily basis? How would such an app like this, my SAPS app, help you? Currently, the SAPS app wouldn't really help us as a community member. However, we are hoping and praying that whoever's developed the app understands why, what they want from it. You know, and from what we understand, it's basically understanding uh, patterns of crime that are coming from particular areas to address it, because there's a direct correlation between different types of crime. I mean, in the inner city, we've got petty theft. Where does it come from? Why does it come from there? Who's bringing it to that area and why do they exist there? So these are all little things that we need to start analyzing at different levels. And once that information comes through, then operations from SAPS side can happen to say, okay, this is how we get rid of this problem. It's identification and that's all it really is. I'm going to read some of your messages coming up, but so many coming through uh, right now. I'll try to get to them as quick as possible before we end the program. Stay tuned. This is Newsbreak Talk. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.